following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It Podcast with Brittany Page and Jesse Dallimore. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Episode 760 of I Doubt It Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Dollamore, joined today by the lovely, the talented, and the grateful Brittany Page, everybody. Yes, very grateful, very thankful. You are cooking like you normally do on Thanksgiving. Taking a break from it. And you're, you're taking a break from it, but you did for the first time this year... Uh, pie crusts on your own. <laughs> no frozen pie crusts, none of that business. Which usually was the deal. It usually me. was yeah, the deal. Yeah. Well, pie crust is intimidating. I mean, I watch those videos and I, you can, you have to do the butter in a certain way. Don't yeah. overdo it. It can't get too warm. You Trust need to make me. sure it, the, the crust is kept <laughs> cold. You have to keep the water cold. I mean, everything feels like a bit much All right, well, when it listen, comes to pie crust. Before we get too far ahead of ourselves and break our arms patting me on the back, <laughs> let's, let's... They look great, by the way. Let, thank you. Good job. Let's explain why I'm doing homemade crusts, and it's because oh. of my, my, my nature, <laughs> mm-hmm. which, which really feeds into procrastinating. Yes. And I waited too long to buy mm-hmm. the... Pre-made frozen deep dish pie crust. Yes, and they were all sold out <laughs> everywhere you went. Everywhere you went, they were. So gone. I was forced. My hand was forced, and actually, I had the thought while in the grocery store mm-hmm. that maybe the reason all these years I've done the the cheat way, yeah, is because once you go handmade <laughs> butter crust, flaky butter yeah. crust. There's no going back. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, that he, makes a lot of sense. Here we are, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be good. Uh, yeah. they're par baked, and I don't want to get all nerdy about it. Ooh, I'm just learning. It's not like I have like, extensive knowledge, but I will say this: thank you, yeah, Claire Saffitz. Yes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, dessert person is her cookbook. Yep. This episode brought to you by Dessert Person, <laughs> uh, and she used to work for Bon Appetit, and she's got a YouTube channel, and it's awesome, mm-hmm. and I've kind of been geeking out on it for uh, the last uh, several hours Yeah, learning how to do the crust stuff. So Yeah, I thought you were going to give a shout out to at Team Ian, who also was assisting you in your baking endeavors. That is right, but Team Ian isn't like FaceTiming me for technique tips. Oh. He's just sending me recipes. Okay. But he has been... Uh, an invaluable resource, and mainly mm-hmm. to buoy my spirits and my self-confidence. I see. As I send him pictures of ones that are, are they're still <laughs> going to be made into a pie, <laughs> but it looks like I did it blindfolded. Oh. <laughs> it takes practice. You will get there. It really is a lot of technique, it because is. there's only like four ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, so you it's know. all up to you to make it work. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is uh, I looked at I looked it up. This is our seventh annual Thanksgiving episode. That's where awesome. We give the audience an opportunity to to sound off mm-hmm. to to amplify their messages of gratitude and Thanksgiving. Um, 
We didn't do it last year because the world was in the state that it was. Yeah. We are slowly coming out of that. And I think people are starting to feel grateful for things. Uh, or at least are able to access the access that part of them mm-hmm. uh, a little more easily. Yeah. So we have a few positive stories, a couple positive stories that we want to share with you. We'll play the listener messages of gratitude. And then Brittany and I will we'll talk a little bit about what we're grateful for. I don't even have a plan for that, as I usually don't. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So what's the first story, Brittany Page? Well, we are going to be talking about a report from Steve Hartman with CBS uh, Sunday Morning about an 82-year-old pole vaulter. And you were watching this video yeah. as I was getting the clip, and you were like, oh, 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 because he is 82 years old. Yeah. And he is doing the pole vault where you, you know, stick the pole in the ground and you go over the bar. Yeah, I ran track in high school. I never, I did pole vault as a part of the decathlon. It was absolutely my worst event, ab- without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Terrible. But I, I was friends with pole vaulters, and it's a week, like, they go up to a tetherball pole, and they grip it somehow, and then go per- perpendicular from the pole hmm. with their body straight out. Yeah. And I, when I looked over my monitor to see what you were doing over there, yeah. that's right when this 82-year-old dude <laughs> grabs a rope yeah. and then without any effort or he just flips himself upside down on the rope, mm-hmm. that takes immense core strength. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this isn't a... A, a CrossFit podcast, certainly not today, <laughs> but I, I was like, what is that? Yeah. So uh, this report from Steve Hartman just kind of injecting some inspiration into our day. Here at the Texas Express pole vaulting gym near Dallas, just about every kid jumps to the same conclusion. First time they see 82-year-old Don Ison walk in the door. And I thought, oh, maybe he's like someone's grandfather or something. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Which soon leads to the second universal reaction. Wow. Is he okay? <laughs> I thought. What he does is just absolutely insane. Don Isett is the nation's top pole vaulter in his age group. National champion. And pretty much the only pole vaulter in his age group. I've got buckets of buckets of them. <laughs> he picked up the sport for a second time at age 66. This is when you started? Five decades after an unremarkable high school career. So you weren't even that good to begin with. Right. So at 66, you say, I want to relive this. Yeah. Mediocrity. I'll try this again. <laughs> Why? It's fun. It's like going to high school again with nothing to study. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to study but the physics of gravitational potential energy ah! oh, yeah. and pain management. That's a jump right there. But Don says it's well worth the aches. It's a rush, exhilaration when you clear a bar. At a meet last year, Don cleared nine feet, one inch. No octogenarian had ever done such a thing. And then, just moments later, set another record. Oldest man to be a human centrifuge. And Don says he's not done setting records. In fact, he told me he plans to keep fit and keep at this until he's six feet under, which by my calculation is still about 15 feet away. So 82 and probably in better shape than I am. When when they talk about 
uh, the aches and pains that even me as a kid Mm -hmm. that I experienced. Listen, knowing what I went through while I ran track. Yeah. Knowing how I ache now when I do a 20-minute ride on the Peloton bike (laughs) and thinking about, you know, I'm in my 40s. -hmm. It's not great sometimes. Mm -hmm. In 82, it's just, it's... uh, the, the 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 testament to the will. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fantastic. But also good genes. Let's give a shout out to the genes because that plays a role, certainly. Luck. Yeah. Which is luck. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that certainly plays a role. But we also have a story here also from Steve Hartman. He's kind of like the good news guy over at CBS Sunday Morning, finding all these stories about human accomplishments and the the good things that humans can do which is of course the focus it's got to be a good gig if you work in in the news media that that's your beat yes you know it's like uh genie most from (laughs) from cnn yeah who does kind of uh quirky yeah quirky yes exactly So this one is about a woman named Susan Thompson Gaines, and she lives in Arlington, Virginia. She holds yard sales in order to fund her acts of kindness during the year. And this seems like a model that people can definitely replicate in their own lives. 14-year-old Marjorie Gonzalez is about to go shopping for a homecoming dress. Let's shop. But that isn't her mother. Susan Thompson Gaines is more like a godmother, a fairy godmother, who just magically appeared in Marjorie's life moments ago. Just came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere to conjure up a dress for the ball. All right. Like all fairy godmothers, Susan's wish-granting process begins with rags. This ugly Christmas sweater. Old clothes, racks of them, mixed with a dash of footwear, a pinch of gold, and a dollop of just about everything else. Each part of the potion donated by Susan's neighbors here in Arlington, Virginia. So many people helped. It's everyone in the community now. Like, every inch of our space was covered in treasures. And then all of it sold in a giant yard sale. This was her third annual. And here's where the story gets good. In the coming months, Susan will use every penny of the profits, more than $12,000 this year, to fund random acts of kindness throughout her community. In the past, she has bought donuts for nurses and left flowers at veterans' graves. She has delivered presents for Santa and thrown a beach party for dementia patients. Really, hardly a day goes by that Susan doesn't do something because she firmly believes that kindness begets kindness. This mission has taken over your life. It totally has. Once you start looking, there are opportunities everywhere. Like the high school girl who couldn't afford a homecoming dress. Susan let Marjorie pick out a favorite, along with shoes, jewelry, everything but the Prince Charming. It's made me overall a more happy person. So you picked up something from the yard sale, too? I did. I picked up a lot of things, but that probably is the most important, yes. A brand new box of purpose. Best yard sale find ever. I think it has been um, difficult for a lot of people even this year to send in their messages of what they're thankful for. And in fact, we got some emails from people who typically participate who said that they just 
Couldn't do it. They couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, totally understandable. Yeah, we totally understand that. And even if like listening to this episode is difficult for people because they aren't really in that place, I understand that too. But I, I think it is important to try to find things that give us purpose to keep going, right? Even yeah. in the face of very difficult times, very difficult situations, um, immense loss, illness. Um, just everything that has been happening the past two, what is it, two years now with the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Um, Going on very rapidly coming up on two years. And I think Susan Thompson Gaines has has found something here that is really beneficial for her, that gives her purpose and allows her to kind of get outside of herself and help other people. What spoke to me about the, that particular story, I got teary, is... I mean, you know, it's a yard sale and she's helping people or, you know, it, it could be, I think, easily diminished or, or, or dismissed even. But what it really speaks to me is that if you are dedicating even a small portion of your life and your existence to try to make the life of someone else better, mm-hmm. pretty easy, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes a small gesture that seems meaningless to Mm -hmm. you is a mountain to someone else, Mm -hmm. especially if they're going through a struggle. Because, I mean, there have been times where we've struggled Mm -hmm. and little things are, their importance and their impact is amplified. Mm -hmm. To me, it seems... Um, at a proportionate rate to the the level of misery or the level of struggle. Mm-hmm. So, um, good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. So, we, as we do almost every single year, put a call out to the audience, as you well know, mm-hmm. asking for submissions this year. Mm-hmm. Things that people are grateful for. <clears throat> and... Uh, This is why this episode is so important to me, is hearing <clears throat> hearing from so many people, things big and small that impacted them this year that they're thankful for. From family members to science to vaccines, you can hear everything. Mm-hmm. And it, the reason, it's maybe selfish on my part because it really helps me reflect on things that I take for granted, mm-hmm. that I realize are also things to think to take uh, measure of, right. inventory of. That's something I can be grateful for. Right. Especially in times like now where it's tough. It really takes some effort and some work, even for me, who, you know, <laughs> I get made fun of for being so positive, for being so optimistic. Mm-hmm. It's been tough these last two years. And... I just thank you to the audience for stepping up um, and and submitting all of these messages. Absolutely. And being so heartfelt. I mean, I as we were going through them, there were several that uh, we cried about. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it is. It's just a reminder of moments that maybe we take for granted uh, um, or even people who are going through things that are much more difficult, yeah. right? Yeah. That are able to find glimmers of hope. 
I by listening to these I have found a lot of inspiration and I always do. So I'm I'm glad that we did the episode this this year uh, after skipping last year and I'm hoping that everyone really enjoys the listener submissions this year. Absolutely. So here we go, everybody. The seventh annual. Thank you guys so much for submitting the seventh annual messages of gratitude from you in the audience. This year, I just want to say how thankful I am for my wonderful boyfriend that I met, uh, Robbie, and hopefully more great years to come. Hi, everyone. As Thanksgiving approaches, so does the first anniversary of my older brother's death. Looking back over the past year, one of the single most important things I've been grateful for is other people's ability to be empathetic. I would be a mess and would not have been able to get through my brother's death without the unconditional support and love of my family, friends, community, and people who I've never met. It's absolutely profound the level of empathy that has carried me through the past year and continues to do so. Happy Thanksgiving. Man, there's a lot to be thankful for. My family of choice and not blood being at the top of uh, this precious pile of things. This pile, I guess I got to remind myself every day when I'm stressed out or in a particularly bad mood is pretty high and it's filled with a lot of awesome things. Here are a few. I have a pretty stressful job, but I am very employed and I'm very thankful to be gainfully employed. We're not wealthy, but we really lack for nothing and we have money enough to travel, so I'm I'm very thankful for that. We don't live in a mansion, but where we live really is a mansion compared to anything I thought possible. I'm a child of poverty, so really anything bigger than a single wide trailer I thought was going to be like the McMansion. I'm exceedingly thankful for the luck in my life that has helped put this thing in my pile. I'm not in particularly good shape, but I'm healthy in ways that matter, and my wife kind of still thinks I'm the bee's knees, so that's a no-brainer of a thanks. I'm not really all that funny, but my wife thinks I am, and our lives are filled with laughter. Every single day, we have laughter. How could you not be thankful for that? Honestly, the pile is so high, and there's so much to be thankful for. I, I guess more than anything, I would say that I'm thankful that I even have this pile of things to begin with. I, um, I love you guys so much. I can't wait to see your smiling faces in person. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you at Christmas. I wanted to share with you what I am thankful for this year. And it may sound funny when I first start out, but bear with me. My daughter is an addict, a drug addict. Uh, she had been clean and sober for well over eight years. Uh, however, last year she relapsed, and she relapsed pretty hard. We weren't really sure what was going to happen, and of course we didn't break off contact because we love her very much. What I'm thankful for is that earlier in the year, she finally asked me if I would be her advocate and help her navigate all of her demons, um, as she said, not me, so that she could get back on track again. And so, of course, I was more than happy to do that. What I am thankful for is that this is now November, and she is still on a path forward. She's had a mishap here or there, which is to be expected, 
but she has found her inner strength to be able to battle this again. And that's what I'm thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my wife. Um, I'm thankful that I have another year with her and that I have had uh, 22 uh, really great years with her. Uh, she's in the hospital right now, and hopefully she'll be out for Thanksgiving. But if not, I can still go see her up there uh, at Thanksgiving, and I'm going to be thankful uh, Sorry, for every day, every Thanksgiving, every holiday, everything I ever have with her. Thank you for listening, and that's what I'm thankful for. Thank you. So, for whatever reason, this year, I find myself thankful for my teenagers. I never thought I would say that. I always joked that when I became a parent, I would happily parent until they were 12 and then would pass it on um, to my partner. But (laughs) I have not been more thankful um, for having teenagers than I have been this last year. The fact that they could understand the need for the precautions that we were taking and could in some way, shape or form navigate remote schooling and the fact that they could get the vaccine um, when they could just, oh man, I am, I am thankful for my teenagers and thankful for the people that I daily see them growing up to be. Um, they truly are just incredible human beings, and I am so lucky to be their mother. I am thankful that there are many people who are still willing to do the hard work of journalism. That includes the research, the fact-checking, the rewriting, and the reveal of what they've found. I'm also thankful that there are still people who value and respect the need for civil discourse instead of shouting, name-calling, belittling, and what has become almost the norm. Like most of us, this past year has been extremely challenging um, in many ways. Uh, But for my family, we have been trying to have a baby for a few years now. um, And we have suffered many losses in the process. Um, However, uh, this past year, I received the most amazing birthday gift of my life when my youngest daughter was born on my birthday in April Um, and she is just pure perfection and she has brought so much joy to my husband and I my oldest daughter is just the best big sister and I am so grateful for my kids I love them more than anything on this earth and It just brings me so much joy. So I hope everybody listening has an absolutely fantastic, safe, wonderful, peaceful Thanksgiving. Um, Take care, everybody. Bye. Just want to say I'm 
thankful for people this year. Um, the people in my life right now. Um, my family's doing great. Everybody's made it through COVID in the past few years. I couldn't be more happy for that. Um, my friends are all doing great, all things considered, and are slowly coming back together and back into each other's lives. And I just recently started a new fantastic job and the people, new people I'm meeting and working with are, are incredible. Um, plus, uh, my wife, thank you so much. And my dog, my dog is one of my people too. All right. Um, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Um, good things in your life. I'm hoping you earned it. You all deserve it. Take care. This year, I'm so very thankful for life and health. Um, it's been a crazy 18 months. I'm just so, so thankful for scientists and researchers, um, for the vaccine, for the booster shot. It's just been a very challenging 18 months. Um, I lost my stepdad, uh, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, uh, only one to COVID. Also a dear, dear friend uh, died of cancer. And then my one of my closest friends lost her dad, her stepdad and her mom within that same time period. So it's been a lot, a lot of loss. Uh, in addition, I work with uh, pulmonary doctors and just hearing the stories of all that they've gone through and just what they've had to endure in the hospitals and what the families that they uh, serve have had to endure is just so very heartbreaking. So I'm so, so, so thankful that uh, I am healthy, my son and his partner are healthy, my mom is healthy, and that we have, you know, time to continue living and enjoying whatever this crazy world has to offer and helping out where we can and hopefully continuing to be active working to elect people that care about other people happy thanksgiving while in the world people have the notion to say there is nothing to necessarily be thankful for especially during this time, it makes me even more thankful that I've been able to uh, endure through this pandemic to be able to see life in a different light. Um, because for most of my adult life, I've been in a certain bubble. And this just this time just to be with family and friends and and that type of thing without the notion of working also it does make me thankful that I am working again and things are starting to open up so I just been practicing the art of gratefulness for about six months now and so I'm thankful to be able to have the experience to change my outlook on life. I'm thankful for my 
pod of five people over the pandemic. We've all been boosted. But even before the vaccination, we promised to be safe and not get anybody else sick. So that's been great. And none of us, thank God, have gotten COVID. Um, so that's really been wonderful. I'm also thankful for medical marijuana, and I'm very thankful for the bumper crop I had this year. This Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for my mom, who passed away in July, and all that she left me, and how she raised me, and the man that she helped me become. And I'm grateful for the woman who's in my life now, who I can um, share time with. And I'm grateful for all the people who keep pushing um, for justice and a better way of life. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, This year, I am, of course, very thankful for the vaccine. Uh, because I have COPD, even though I never smoked, I was basically in quarantine from February of 2020 until to the second week of April this year. Um, I, I also am thankful that I didn't live alone during that time. I have um, my lovely girls with me, uh, and I'm glad that at least in some ways we're maybe moving through this a bit. All right, thank you. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. So I didn't think I'd be leaving a message like this because I'm the pessimistic sort of person who finds it difficult to find things to be grateful for. But I did just stumble upon a silver lining. Um, I am a kitchen worker who never thought that it was a fair workplace and with the great resignation and all that, all the work effects of the pandemic, I'm realizing that I'm not alone, that the whole restaurant industry is not built to be fair to its employees and I want out. Luckily, there is a electrical fuel cell factory opening up the next town over. I'm putting in an application, and I get to change from a place where I don't feel appreciated to a place where I get to build, I get to manufacture, I get to contribute something that could help save the freaking world. For the record, this is helping climate change and helping people get better jobs that they feel better about. I'm very grateful for such an opportunity, something morally rewarding that I can be happy with. Um, So that's what I'm grateful for. Future opportunities to do better by this world and to feel better about what I'm giving it. This year, I am very thankful for my beautiful girlfriend and her children who have made me feel very welcomed and very loved. I am grateful to my place of employment, which has um, 
kind of changed my life a little bit because I've never really had a job that I really enjoyed. So this is pretty awesome. I'm very thankful to my friends and my family um, who have been there for me through kind of a tumultuous year last year. And this year I've been able to kind of move and shake on my own without a lot of support. Um, And it's been fantastic. But I know that I would not be in such a great position um, emotionally or financially this year if not for the help that I got last year. And finally, um, I'm extremely grateful to my therapist who has listened and been a great um, support through the ups and downs. And she's just kept it so very real with me and allowed for me to see myself um, in a more positive light. Well, first and foremost, I'm thankful for the ability to make this phone call and to have have a space and have a community of people that feel the same way I do. Also really thankful for my home life, my, my wife and my cat. Uh, you know, always, always there for me, and always appreciative of uh, everything that they, that they do for me. Uh, I also recently, I know it's supposed to be happy, but I recently went to a funeral for uh, one of my uncles, and you know, I'm just thankful that I got the time to spend with him over the uh, 34 years of my life. You know, as, as, as sad thing as that was to lose him, especially early, you know, it really gets you to notice the gratefulness that you have. You know, thankful for all the times we spent, all the, you know, all the hugs we had, all the, all the laughs, um, and in general, just in life, thankful for, I'm thankful for, you know, all the laughter in my life, all the, all the joy. And I'm also thankful that there are you know, people, people out there like me that you know that want to move the conversation forward and that want to want to just see the good in the world and um, you know just thankful for gratitude. That that's probably the crux of what I'm saying. Here. Um, I'm thankful for gratitude. I'm thankful for everybody who is willing to have those difficult conversations and. And, and not get upset by it, and, and not, you know, point fingers and take blame, but to understand and appreciate what that person is saying. Hope you all have a great holiday. Talk to you. It has been a rocky year for my mental health, but as I get closer to the end of the year, I realize that. I'm still here and I'm I'm thankful that as rocky as as it has been, I have found reasons to keep going. Uh, my annoying kids, um, my annoying husband, and, and my annoying dog, they annoy me into continuing to live and I'll accept that. Um, 
because it's a reason. It's a reason. Um, jokes aside, though, I'm proud of myself because I've continued to keep going in spite of wanting to absolutely quit on everything a lot of the time. And I'm thankful. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that I've continued to persevere. And I'm thankful for all the people around me who have encouraged me. Like, literally, my friends have been completely invaluable this year. Cannot express enough how good friends have been. Ooh, the backbone of 2021. Shout out to good friends. Much love. I just wanted to say how incredibly thankful I am for the turnaround um, my wife and I have experienced in our lives over the last year and a half. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I lost my job and was utterly distraught on what I was going to do, but uh, friends and family filled the void and helped me get back on my feet, and I was able to start my own business. And it was really shaky at first, and I didn't really know what I was doing. It wasn't really my wheelhouse, but over the last year and a half, um, I've picked up clients, and those clients have recommended me to other people, and slowly but surely, I was able to then get my business uh, into a place where I now uh, am able to help support us a little bit more financially than I was previously. Um, and at the same time, my wife uh, walked away from her job of five years, and was able to find something that not only allows us to spend more time with each other, but also uh, doesn't make her tear her hair out every day. Uh, so, you know, it's a funny thing, the, the way that life works out sometimes, where a bad situation can provide much-needed change, and that's what I'm thankful for. I... I did not think this was a possibility uh, two and a half years ago or, you know, five years ago. I didn't think that I would be somebody that could do the things that I am doing right now. And that is a daily reminder of what I have to be thankful for. So this year, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Thankful I didn't get COVID. Nobody I knew got COVID. Um, I, I'm thankful for a lot of things. However, this year, something crazy, well, to me, it's crazy. I made a new best friend this year. Who in their 40s makes a new best friend? Um, and it like couldn't have come at a more perfect time, you know, just when we kind of all need somebody. And um, yeah, so it's like a perfect person that kind of fills in my gaps and I can fill in their gaps and, you know, to get along with my husband and everything. So, and it's just so nice to have that again since my one best friend moved several states away about a year ago and so it's really nice to have someone in my life again like that, that, you know, fulfills that best friend role. So that's the one big thing for me that stands out this year. At the beginning of this year, I was unemployed. I had been unemployed since 
um, July, June, something like that in 2019, a while. And uh, I got a job at basically adjacent to the company that I dream of working at. I am closer than I've ever been, and I actually have a company badge from that company, which is uh, a very nice thing. Um, I ended up working in the last place I thought I would be when I moved out to California, and uh, I'm working in TV. Uh, that was never my intended, but here we are, and yeah, the year overall in the big scope of things went downhill, but I'm still employed, and as far as I know, my employer really likes me, and that's a comforting thing to have, and I'm thankful for that throughout this whole year. I am thankful for our new apartment that we just moved into this year. I am also thankful for being able to get pregnant this year and so far have a pretty good pregnancy. And I'm thankful for all the resources that are out there, podcasts, books, that have helped me choose the way that I would like to give birth. I am also thankful for the COVID vaccine that I got this year. Um, Unfortunately, I did get COVID. However, my symptoms were really mild thanks to the vaccine. I know being pregnant, it would have been a lot worse and scary. Um, Also, I was able to qualify for the pandemic pay at my job due to me getting the vaccine. I'm also thankful for my generous and wonderful friends um, who I've gotten really close with this year and my loving family, my sweet kitty who is so much happier now that we moved. And lastly, I'm thankful for my sweet and supportive husband who is my best friend and who I love very much. And I know he also gives the best but rubs and he rubs my feet um, almost every day. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for all the great podcasts and YouTube videos that kept me informed and entertained last year. I'm also thankful for a few great TV shows uh, recently, like Succession. I know now that you guys watch it as well and I'm glad that we have that in common besides the support for democracy, science and the rule of law despite of all the challenges that those have been facing more recently. Cheers from Brisbane, Australia and thanks for all that you do. Bye bye. I've had a really tough time this year trying to think about what I want to say that I'm thankful for because it's been a really difficult year in my industry working as a vet tech and it's just been really hard Um, I'm really thankful for the clients that I have 
that are good to me because they are so rare. But the ones that are good are really, really good. And they have sent me cards and gifts and I'm so appreciative for that because if it weren't for those people, I'm not sure that I could keep doing this with the way people are treating us. Uh, I'm really thankful for Prozac. I know that's kind of funny, but I'm thankful for it because it keeps me going every day and able to get out of bed, suffering with my mental health. I'm really thankful for modern medicine in general. I'm really thankful for vaccines. I'm really thankful for just the fact that I've been able to get through these last two years. I'm not really sure how. I'm a very different person, but I'm thankful that I was able to do it. I'm thankful for my new grandniece, my brother's son, my nephew. He's 28. He had a daughter two years ago, and she, she is just the most beautiful thing. And I'm thankful for her. Um, I'm thankful for kids who are taking their lives instead of education. Instead of education, are getting educated in Parliament. You see them at the UN talking about how this is blah blah. The, the environment, you know. I'm thankful for those kids, man. You know, there's, I'm thankful for the young anyways. You know, the young, they always get stuff done, you know. So far, it's like us to just shout about it. We do stuff, but they, you know, it's a real action right there. I'm thankful for my parents. They're both still with me. Um, my brother, I have a sister. I don't see her so much, my half-sister, but she's my sister, you know. Um, thankful for my three daughters, my three beautiful daughters. They're genius. Like, I don't know where they get that from. I'm just thankful for my family, you know, thankful for good people everywhere. Thankful, you know, yeah. So, you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving and to the rest of the country, I love you. I am thankful for a lot of things, but am thankful for my tribe of really close girlfriends who have kept me sane um, during this year and uh, this pandemic. Um, I am thankful for the doctors who caught my mom's cancer recurrence early and who are helping her go through treatment um, and in the most positive way possible. I am especially thankful for the vaccines that we have received access to this year and all of the healthcare workers who are tirelessly working through this pandemic um, to help all of us and keep us all safe. I am thankful that I was able to pretty easily get pregnant this go-around and that I'm having a pretty normal pregnancy, so very thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for my company and the ability that we've been able to work from home for a good chunk of this year and just their constant looking out for the employees and keeping our best interests in mind, especially in light of everything going on with COVID and the pandemic. And I'm thankful for my husband. He is my rock. He also keeps me sane, but he is a great support um, for me and a great partner in life. So those are just a few things that I am thankful for this year. I'm 
I'm thankful for three things this year. The first is the end of a 15-year long unhappy marriage. I really think that this is going to be a change in both of our situations, which is going to lead to a positive outcome for everybody involved. The second thing is I am extremely thankful for mental health counselors. These wonderful people are giving myself and my daughters the ability and the tools that are required in order to navigate the situations that we find ourselves in on really a daily basis now and giving us an opportunity to see that there truly is a light at the end of the tunnel. And the last thing I'm thankful for is these wonderful scientists that are uh, around us doing the hard work. They came up with a vaccine in record time and really are incredible people that make it possible for my mom to stay at work with me safe uh, without me going crazy. Love y'all guys. I am grateful for my family, but I am especially grateful for my husband because I we got custody of my two grandsons right before the pandemic hit. And they were out of school and they and I was an essential worker, so I could not stay at home with them. My husband stayed home with them the whole time that they were going through virtual school and he was excellent in working with them every day and in January of this year we actually got permanent custody of them and so he has still been doing that he's been here for the whole time and I am so grateful and thankful for him because he has been so wonderful during this time when it could have been a lot worse than what it was. And so that's what I'm thankful for. Thank you. So I'm a a provider um, in one of the communities here that works in our country. Um, And I just wanted to say that I'm thankful for uh, a family who supported me when I went to go work in our COVID tents um, and did that for 10 weeks away from them at a time that was really concerning for everybody. Um, I'm also thankful to all the patients that I've had that have actually made the choice to go get vaccinated, not because it was in their best interest, but because it was in the best interest of our community. Um, and lastly, I'm thankful to one particular patient who, uh, one of my patients that made the choice to enter into a clinical trial for our vaccines and he's chosen to continue to um, pass on a, the third booster dose um, because it would potentially remove him from uh, the clinical trial and his position is that the data and the information we gather from that is so valuable um, and he doesn't want to remove himself from the clinical trial despite the fact that it would be in his best interest to get that third dose um, so that's what I'm thankful for yeah that's about it
Thank you guys so much, every single one of you who submitted. Thanks to those who couldn't find it within themselves because of whatever difficulty you're going through. Uh, this, I think, is is as corny as it may seem. It really is, to me, a, a public service. It, it is something that I believe is a gift, not only to myself, and I think that's important, you know, as, as a piece of self-care, but also, I, I think, to the to the listeners, people... Mm-hmm. Uh, if if they're digging deep and they're they're able to extrapolate something that they weren't thankful for from this, then uh, all this was worth it. So absolutely, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Now, um, this is the part of the show where we talk about what we're thankful for, and uh, it's always difficult to get through it without bawling, and uh, because. Where I am in life right now is, I don't know, embarrassing. because Embarrassment of riches. Oftentimes, and I don't mean this like I don't deserve what we have and and the, the, the network of friends and all of the, 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 the non-tangible items of, of wealth that people talk about. Love and family and connection. Um... And I'm not saying I'm not worthy of it, but it, it feels like so much that I'm not. Because I know there are people out there who don't have it as good as I do. Whether that be, you know, where are the trajectory of our lives and our career is heading, moving to D.C., all of that is new and exciting and wonderful I've got a network of friends that I've had for 30 years, which a lot of people can't say. We've had personal setbacks, the health of my daughter. We lost Popeye this year. But on the whole, looking at it in its totality, I feel super blessed, super lucky, almost unworthy of everything that I have. And in large measure, it's it's to all of those that surround me. Brittany, you, I love you so much. My family, my family of choice, and the audience. You know, they, there's a lot of talk about parasocial relationships and such. And uh, I feel that way. It's not just the audience feeling like they know us. Um, we, in large measure, feel like we know you guys. Sometimes on an individual basis, absolutely. And I feel very lucky for that. But also, as a whole, we feel connected to the audience. And I'm um, beyond grateful for that. So thank you guys so much. How about you? So I am uh, much less comfortable crying into the microphone. And um, I know that can be frustrating for you because I tend to pause and stare at you and demand that you give me my time to clean myself up uh, before I start talking again. So I'm going to do my best. And I, I don't know why it is that every time we do this, we're both crying. I don't. Like well, there's I, there's people that can talk about this stuff and not cry. I wish I was one of those people. Yeah. But I'm I'm just not one of those people. So I think 
the first thing that I'm thankful for is the, um, I guess the healing nature of passing time. And that's for, that applies to many different things. But one of the things that stands out obviously is Popeye. I'll get to that in a second because hopefully this first thing that I talk about will help me, uh, like calm down and then I can get to the point where I can talk about him. Um, we put up a Christmas tree for the first time this year <laughs> yeah. in like a decade. And I've always wanted a real Christmas tree because I love the smell of pine. And you have always felt like it's a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> and I put on Christmas. No lies detected. <laughs> I put on Christmas music, which I normally do not listen to. I put on Christmas music. I put like 60 ornaments on the tree and I spent like an hour just listening to Christmas music, decorating the Christmas tree. And the holidays for many years were very painful for me to the point where if I heard Christmas music in a store, I would feel upset, you know? Yeah. Not to the point of needing to leave a store, but just like, uh, great. You know, the Just holidays. kind of a sourness. Yeah, like a Scrooge. <laughs> uh, but not a Scrooge McDuck because he was rich. And um, I I don't feel like that anymore, you know? Like, I, I, I noticed this, this joy that I was feeling as I was decorating the tree, which was a very strange feeling, but something that I'm grateful for because it means that things have really changed in my life and that I have grown and that things have gotten better. And a lot of that is because of my family of choice, like you talked about. And so that's that's part of the healing nature of passing time. You know, time has passed. I've done work. Um, I've grown. I've improved. But also Popeye. Um, you know, Popeye fundamentally changed my personality. <laughs> um, as everyone knows, I'm a germaphobe. And... When we got Popeye, I still had some of that. You know, the first day we brought him home, he was chewing this bone and it was getting everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what have we done? This dog is getting this filthy bone. It's like stuck in the carpet. What a nightmare this is. <laughs> and then, you know, after a period of time, none of that mattered anymore. And he would sleep in bed with us and he would track rocks into the bed and <laughs> I would roll over and like a rock would be stuck in my side and I would just kind of pick it out of my side and throw it out of the bed and snuggle up next to him. <laughs> um, and, that's, and it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. And that's like a testament to how people can change. And I think sometimes on this show, we talk about a lot of difficult things and we wonder, like, can people change? Can people be better? And that's a small example. Obviously, I'm I'm in the business of change. I'm a therapist. I believe yeah. people can change, but some people don't. And for me, that's kind of a personal reminder of there are these forces that are around us that can help push us to be better and help us focus on the things that really matter. And I'm grateful that Popeye uh, came into my life and, and helped me do that. And I'm just grateful to still have my health and my mental health. And uh, I'm grateful to everyone who is in my life. Well, I'm thankful for you. I love you. I love you too. And <laughs> with that, we are going to leave you. 
We love you guys so much. We appreciate every single one of you. Whether you submit it or not, no matter how often you listen, if this is the only thing you listen to during the year, we are excited about the future. We we are moving here inside of like six weeks. We've got a date for the moving truck. We have a date we have to be in D.C. because there might be our stuff on a truck. And we are over the moon about what you have allowed us to do. A couple of dummies who started a podcast eight years ago. And now we're moving to Washington, D.C. to grow this operation, both on YouTube and here on this side of the operation. And we are um, lucky. We feel blessed. We feel grateful for it. Um, I don't want to say we're unworthy, but I tell you this. We will dedicate ourselves to do the best job we possibly can. When we fall on our faces, we will own it. We will be accountable. And uh, again, we just we we appreciate you guys for putting us in this position to do what we're doing and hopefully amplify your voice and your viewpoint along the way in an effort to move the conversation forward. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Whether you're from the United States or abroad, uh, anytime you can take a moment to give thanks and express gratitude, I think is important. It should be done more often. Obviously, we uh, we are dedicated to that proposition. Uh, We will see you next time. For Brittany Page, I'm Jesse Dollimore. This has been I Doubt. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.